another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. <laughs> Just got choked up. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing, man. Um, Just did a fun Patreon. Um, We reviewed all of the movies you're playing catch-up with and some. You're at movie what? This week, um, it's October seventh. That's the day that we're recording this, and I have watched sixteen movies this month. Now, which that's nuts. Yes, that's crazy. Not bad. Not bad. No, that's crazy. Sixteen movies in a fucking week is a lot, dude. It's two movies a you, fucking day. More. You know, uh, to, to, to kind of justify myself for those listening, because uh, okay. somebody did ask me if I was still employed when I. <laughs> Posted like number fifteen. Uh, yes, yes. I, I had a minor procedure. Everything's good. Uh, been laid up, so I, I've just been playing catch up. You know, I haven't been really mobile, so I, I've been allowed to do that. Now, this is a good segue because Paul asked if I was coming for the king, and I shared that, and I believe we talked about it in like really early on. We have, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have way we have new listeners. We have you know people might have just forgotten because who gives a shit? Um, but Paul. Once watched 52 movies in a week while going to all of his classes and the gym. Now, people have been messaging me, uh, <laughs> tarnishing Paul's good name, his good word, saying that he's a liar. No. Uh, our, nope. our, our buddy, our buddy repairman, Jack, uh, said that if this is true, he needs professional help. That's true, though. <laughs> which, which, That's which, true. I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that. Um, People are saying, you know, there's 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 no possible way. Even our buddy Mike, who does uh, ADAT with us, has been like, I don't believe that for a second. That that number can't be true. Uh, Heather Hbot, uh, she's been listening to us forever, has actually requested that an ADAT episode revolve around <laughs> Paul's fifty two movies in a week. That's now me. I think I'm a pretty rational man. Uh, I think that I would come from the angle that these people are coming from not believing Paul. If I wasn't fucking there, I was there. I was there when Paul did this. Of course, I was not present for all 52 movies. But what I can say is that Paul did not live in my dorm, in my personal dorm room. He lived the floor above me. That said, Paul was in my dorm more than I was in my dorm. And there would be days where I would come back from my class and he would be sitting on my couch fucking like I've never seen more bloodshot eyes in my life because he was so sleep deprived. I'd come back from class being like, dude, what are you doing? And he'd be watching Zoolander or he'd be watching that movie with Kevin Spacey and uh, The Negotiator with Samuel L. Jackson. Just binge watching these movies. And then I would wake up to piss in the middle of the night enter my room to go to the bathroom. Paul was fucking sitting there awake, like like, awake. And we had this room. We had this roommate. Uh, Adam, who's he's not very difficult to bamboozle, but I've never seen anybody more bamboozled in my life because he would wake up at like seven in the morning to start getting ready and he would go out there and Paul would be awake and Paul would be binge watching these movies 
there there was also a time when Paul would be breeding chocobos in Final Fantasy VII, doing the same thing and just not sleeping for seventy two hours. And anytime anyone walked woke up, walked out of the room, Paul would be in there. And again, he didn't fucking live there. He had his own room, he had his own room. But he'd bring his binders of DVDs down and just binge watch movie after movie after movie after movie. Dude, he would answer the door for people. Uh, he doesn't live there. He would answer the door for people. I remember once my roommate was real pissed because. He was smoking in the, in the dorm room, and the Paul lets people in who, you know, were the fucking RAs. <laughs> I was like, hey, come on in, guys. Paul, Paul, you don't fucking live here. But yeah, that's because he's sleep deprived watching all these movies. He would go to class, he'd come back, he'd watch a movie. He'd, he'd go to class, come back, watch a movie. I, I think, I think Adam asked him once, like, how are you not sleeping yet? And Paul would be like, well, I'm just taking like long blinks. And, like, I'll pass, I'll pass out. Like, <laughs> Pass out for like a few minutes and just carry on. And he had a list. He had the DVDs. We have the receipts. It was a feat because he wanted to get to like 55 or 60, but he actually ended up tapping out at 52. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's more than one witness to corroborate that. So, yes, Paul did watch 52 movies in one week. That is unfucking real <laughs> and, and it's fucking true. And he... Was his goal fifty two, or did that just happen to be what he ended up landing? No, no, I think I think he wanted to get fifty five, sixty. I, I don't know if he started with a goal. I think he just, I think he just <laughs> fell into the spiral where it's just like I'm not. It's too but, late. Now. Like you I, said, like that's what he did. That's what you and him did. Really, I'll be honest. Like, like, <laughs> it, it, uh, like, uh, like, what was that fucking video game with the Disney one? The fucking Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Like, you guys just, like, <laughs> fucking sat on that hill, like, gaining XP, like, killing sheep for, like, a week straight. Like, it's just true. come home and just do that. <laughs> so, you guys get really, like, you guys had, like, big spirals. But they were also, like, wholesome. Like, nothing bad. <laughs> like, Watching movies, breeding chocobos, fucking, <laughs> fucking playing Kingdom Hearts. It was. <laughs> and didn't it's you not- call? So- didn't you call somebody that you had like never spoken to because you <laughs> knew you knew he played Kingdom Hearts and you knew him and you got his number and you called him and he was like, "Why the fuck are you calling me?" <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. So, so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to find this thing. It, this was before like you know smartphones and all that. It, it, I don't know. I, I couldn't find the answer conveniently enough. So I remembered some kid talking about it in our high school lunchroom like three years earlier. <laughs> and uh, I, I got his number from somebody and I called him. And also it was like the it was like the most inconvenient time <laughs> to call somebody. And there was just silence after I asked. I was like, hey, man, it's Joe. Uh, do you remember how to get this <laughs> Kingdom Hearts? And there was like <laughs> there was like 15 seconds of silence. And he, and he goes... Joe, you know you haven't spoken to me in like three years, right? Uh, and, I, and I was like, yeah, no, sorry, dude. I was like, but do you know the answer? And then there's more silence. And he, he just goes, yeah. And then he told me how to do it. <laughs> and I haven't spoken to him since. <laughs> what a fucking story, man. I fucking love that. That shit's so fucking funny. So, yeah, you and Paul had a had a tendency. Had a tendency to do that. Um <laughs> that's fucking incredible um so yeah so you did you're at 16 right now which like yeah. really when you think about that like that's nuts like that's a lot of fucking time and like to think about 52 <laughs> yeah <laughs> three times three three and a half times that <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Well, we got a we got a good one for you today. We do. Halloween H2O 20 years later. That's actually the full title of the movie, which I did not realize ever. That's the dumbest name. Sean texted me and Paul in our group chat and he was like, hey guys, is it fucking H2O or is it H20? Which might sound like a ridiculous question. Uh, It's H2O, but why? I mean, there's a kind of an answer why, but H20 makes way more sense since it says 20 years after. Right. And the only reason I asked it is because I said, okay, Google play fucking Halloween H2O. And it said, okay, playing Halloween H20. And I was like, I've literally never thought about that in my life. <laughs> and then and then it says 20 years later and I was like, "Oh fuck, like it could be Halloween H20. Like it really fucking could be Halloween H20. It should be, but yeah. to say H20 is fucking idiotic. So it's it's H20. <laughs> uh there is a tagline that is blood is thicker than water, which gives credence to the so H2O so title. Good. Hey, real quick, I just want to shout out listener Katie Healy. She is getting married tomorrow. Again, we're recording this on the 7th. But uh, she she messaged me and said that she is so excited that we're finally doing Halloween H2O that her fiancé said this is like the wedding gift to her from the horror show. So oh, shout out to Katie. Hope you had a, fucking a great wedding. sweet. Ha- happy wedding. Um, you know what's interesting? Um, well, we have to do the contest. I should run down the contest, too. Um, but before I do that. I listened to our episode about Jamie Lee Curtis. It's, I think it's episode eight of the horror show. It's either six or eight. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's eight, which is nuts. It's nuts. Crazy. Um, I'll get more into the details, but I thought it was interesting because you said that you watched this with your fiance. And I was like, that is insane. Lifetime ago, man. Right? I was like, that's so fucking weird. That's so fucking yeah. weird. You're like, me and my fiance. And I was like, wait, he, he doesn't have a fiance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very fucking weird. Um, we have a contest going on, guys. Um, and we, I'm pulling it up right now. Everyone relax. Everyone relax. We got a contest coming up. Um, send us your favorite spooky season under the radar movies. Movies that people aren't even thinking about when they think about, yeah, because everyone knows, you know, the big names. Everyone watches the same shit and acts like they're the only ones watching it. Send us some real deep cuts. We want the B sides, the deep cuts. What else? What else do they call them in music? Do they call them anything else? Deep cuts? No, I, th- I think we got it. Deep cut, B side. <laughs> they only have one name. <laughs> <That covers it>. <laughs> <laughs> As is the case with most words. Um, so, send them to us, Sean at IHateHorror.com. Use the subject line contest. Also, I've seen you guys not using the subject line contest. You guys are fine. I am still putting them in the thing. But please, it makes my life easier if you do contest because then it automatically goes into the little folder. Um, I think – so, our live show is the 22nd, I believe. So, we're going to – I said we're going to end it next week. But I think – We'll cho- I think what we're going to do is I think we'll end it in the last episode of October. We'll we'll announce all the winners. But I think next week we should choose the live show winner based on the current participants. And we could do it on the show. Okay. That would be fun. 
We'll choose the live show uh, winner, um, who will be the movie we do for the live show, and also get a prize code for Poltergeist and Lost Boys bundles on digital 4K Ultra HD, baby. WB hooking us up with some prize codes for y'all to get these out there now. You can head on over to warnerbrothers.com slash collection slash Halloween. They have them available there. 80s classics, The Lost Boys and Poltergeist revolutionized the horror movie genre with original storytelling and unmatched cinematic direction. We live the fascination and fear. And those are all available over at the WarnerBrothers.com, WarnerBros.com slash collection slash Halloween. So check that out. Two good fucking movies. I'm actually going to revisit both. Um, I've just been in I'll a, do the same. I've just been in a very loving mood. Lately, with <laughs> with old horror movies, I don't know, man. I don't hate them as much anymore. Hey, that, I love. I'm loving old horror movies. Yeah, man. We talked about it on the Patreon. You got to watch Killer Shrews. I well, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, we'll see. Uh, um, and speaking of movies that I feel like people hate, Halloween H two O. Do you think we bashed it or did we like it on the fucking first time we ran through it? That's a great question. I'm going to answer that question in one second, but you just said you feel like it's a movie that people hate. I also feel like it's a movie that people hate. Is this a Mandela effect? Because every person I have it talked to, <laughs> as soon as I post it, is like, this is like the best sequel. It, it, literally, like across the board, yeah. there's not a single person who's been like, well, I can't wait. This movie sucks. Like People are fans of it. I was always under the impression people thought this was shitty. Uh, even my wife was like, "This this sequel's awesome. I can't wait to watch it with you." I'm like, "Dude, what? What the fuck's happening?" I, I, what is happening? Well, let's see. Now that you throw her into the mix, and it takes away my case, because I was going to say it might have like a little bit of a Halloween three effect, where it like came back around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, shit on it came back around. But if if your wife is like, "This movie fucking <laughs> is the best," then that she's not in those like circles of like she just likes right. what she likes. <laughs> Right, right. And it's generally uh, what most people like. Agreed. Um, and to answer your question, I would say that we bashed it, but the way that you prefaced it makes yeah. me doubt myself. Uh, we did not bash it. Um, oh, okay. Also, the structure of that episode is fucking mind-numbing. Like, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Like, no wonder. Like, this is a long-time thing of us just not doing it ever the way we should have like it was fucking absurd joe we started the fucking show off that like we did old jamie lee we did fucking road games jamie lee we did fucking yeah. prom uh what is it called not prom prom, uh, night. Pr- prom, prom night. night um terror train we opened the fucking episode talking about halloween h2o like because like i scanned forward like assuming like and i got 10 minutes in and i was like wait uh, 10 minutes in and we're like deep into h2o and i was like what the fuck is happening what what kind of order is this <laughs> and then i like fast forward i end up listening to like a little bit more of it and we like then i'm like all right now let's go back to like old jamie what the, what the fuck are you doing just do it chronologically what the fuck are you thinking you had a great quote this week uh, in our group chat saying that the horror show has worked so hard against itself. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Looking back at our past decisions, <laughs> how much more difficult we made things for us. It's insane. It's fucking nuts. I don't know why we fucking did that. But we did not hate it. We definitely like had some issues with it. 
But like, we were like, this is cool. Like there's some cool shit in this. Um, and we really, and, and you said something similar in our group chat this week to this, which was like, you were like, if you don't like H2O, well, just watch fucking resurrection. Like just fucking watch resurrection and you'll think it's a fucking masterpiece. Like, yeah. Um, so, so that is a similar vibe to what you were saying in the group chat this week. Um, but yeah, it was weird. It was not, it was not bad. And we do, we did like trailers in between like the middle of the episode. It was so fucking weird. Um, totally different fucking show. Totally. Well, but not also, by the way, as much as I hated that one, what was the one we talked about that we redid? Yeah. Amityville two. Amityville two. I really hated that fucking episode. That was like fucking pulling teeth to listen to. I fucking hated it so much. This, I get it. I, I get the people being like, no, don't get rid of it. This sounds like us for the most part. A little, a little green, nice. but like it, it has the flow. And I was like, oh fuck, like that's pretty cool. Like I, now I get it. it was, but there were some ones where we were just like, don't fucking listen to us. Which <laughs> 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 makes no sense. Um, Halloween H2O's, uh, released August 5th, 1998. $17 million budget, $75 million box office. What was the budget? Seventeen million. So it made a lot. Huge, 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 huge winner, and a a really bizarre history of production. Did you read into the production? I did. I did. So I read into it, and then also my friend Lexi has a book that like talks about all the Halloween movies, and she had even more details about this shit that was like head spinning. And then I watched an interview with Jamie Lee online where she talks about the production. And it's like, you don't know what to fucking think of this shit. Like, how this movie even got made is insane. Like, it's fucking unreal. And it, it, you know what? Is this, this is like par for the course with these fucking Halloween movies. Like, they're just, they're always a fucking mess. <laughs> they really are. And like, and you know it because Michael Myers' mask never fucking matches ever. It's the one thing you can't... That... And we talk about it every time we talk about Halloween, but it is fucking... Have to. Absurd. It's fucking have absurd. To. Dude, you have to million dollars. It is... It is William Shatner's fucking face. That... Dude, pinpointing it to that, it doesn't get any easier, right? It doesn't get any easier. No. If it was just a random mask, then you would have to kind of like look at the first one, kind of match it. It's, it's William Shatner's face painted white. Just fucking duplicate it. Dude. This one is so shit. And they use CGI in this one. Yes. In one scene. Yes. Michael Myers' mask is CGI'd when he's face-to-face with Charlie. That is so baffling. And I'll, I'll just come out and say, I think this movie is actually legitimately great. Um, I think I think in terms of sequels, it, it's really, really good. I, I, the kills are good. The pacing is good. Um, the fanfare is what is what really gets to me. Like they really did their homework. Uh, they throw a lot of homages to Friday the Thirteenth because Steve Miner directed it. They throw a lot of homages to the the first couple of Halloween movies and the Psycho. So I I really enjoy this movie, but the mask is almost inexcusable. It's like almost inexcusable. He looks like a bag of shit. I have a statement at the end of this. I don't mind this movie. I think it's fine. But I'm so fucking tired. And I guess I'm just saying the statement now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of this fucking movie 
like not this movie of people judging Halloween movies on like a fucking sliding scale. And it's like, dude, if you can't even get the fucking mask right, I'm not going to give you the fucking credit. I fucking can't. That mask is fucking atrocious. It's 19, it's 1998, 1998. And you know, you could, people are like, you'll hear people be like, Oh, that mask was like, it was really hard. No one could find it like a duplicate mask. Just make a fucking new one, dude. Make a fucking new one. People carve shit out of marble. The Michelangelo made a fucking human face out of marble in fucking whatever year, 1600s. I don't fucking know. You fucking kidding me? A latex mask? We can't fucking figure that out? Somebody can. Dude, put a million dollars into it even and just get it and be like, okay, now we won't. Now we got the mold. We, we're we good. We're good. We found, figured it out. We got the mold. We can make all the masks we fucking want now. Instead, every year they were like, oh, how the fuck do we do this? <laughs> Somebody have a fucking mask we could use? How about this one with giant fucking eye holes that you could see like half of his fucking so face and hair that just sticks up? And somehow it's better than the one in part four, which, which is insane. Everyone involved in part four should be fucking fired into the sun. <laughs> it just, it frustrates me. It frustrates me that we, we kind of give... Halloween is sliding scale. And I, I like this movie. It's fine. But, like, I don't think it's that great. I don't think it's that great. It has some great moments, but I don't think it's that great. I think it's pretty great. I think it's pretty great. <sighs> okay. L.O. Cool J alone <laughs> elevates this. L.O. Cool J's cool as fuck in this movie. Um, I loved him a lot. So, this was originally going to be called Michael Myers' <laughs> Lord of the Dead. Because Lord of the Dead. Because <laughs> again, what lane? What lane are we fucking in? What is he a conspiracy theory? Like, what is he? What the fuck is he? He's a cult. And it would pick up right after six, and Tommy would discover that Haddonfield, as a town, the entire town, <laughs> has been in on the conspiracy to control Michael Myers. What is that even about? I can't even get that, back into those old I don't, fucking movies. I don't I know can't. what that means to control Michael Myers. The entire town is controlling Michael Myers. Because I think. he's killing the townspeople. That, I mean, that's the biggest problem, right? Like, ugh, I could just kill. But I mean, and that can, that, I think that control of him comes from one of the movies, like four or five, right? Like, they kind of. It's six. They, no, it's, it's six. It's the, six. The cult of Sawa. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, so it, and it, it, that that's just like the worst idea fucking ever in the history. Um, so that guy is Daniel Ferrand who wrote, who wrote six fun fact. Yes. Um, and he compared the story, that story, that story that we just described for seven, he compared it to the wicker man, the hitcher, Rosemary's baby, Shirley Jackson's, the lottery and a rejected screenplay. Hey, buddy, any other fucking classics you'd like to compare yourself to? Just throwing it out there. Rosemary's Baby. Dude, comparing something to a rejected screenplay is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a fucking hit. Uh, That's like our buddy that always would uh, brag about almost making out with someone. Oh what, does that fucking, what does that fucking mean? You stood in a room with somebody? <laughs> you almost, what does that mean? You're bragging about <laughs> Ferrand. I almost made this. <laughs> I, I almost made this movie, which is kind of what he says here. Ferrand later decided not to continue with the series and quote, since I honestly could not bear to watch another one of my scripts turned into a debacle, especially another Halloween. So he's claiming he pulled out because like, hey, you guys fucked up my vision. 
that guy would instead go on to write the tooth fairy and the girl next door. Um, not Disney's the tooth fairy, the shitty horror movie, the tooth fairy and the girl next door. And then didn't make anything else <laughs> except two shitty documentaries about. Is it the Elisha Cuthbert girl next door? Uh, the horror movie. Oh, it's a horror movie. Yeah. 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 The Jack Ketchum one. Next script comes out is Halloween seven, two faces of evil. <laughs> now there's two faces because Michael is not in it again. <laughs> and instead it's a copycat of Michael who stalks a woman's boarding school. Yes. Um, sounds terrible. That worked. That worked so well for the Friday, the 13th movie that they did that in when, when Jason wasn't in it. <laughs> It's just me, the copycat. Um, but they could have moved it to like a more Jason space, which would have been interesting because then you have like, you know, it's a h- human, right? Or it's, you could make it more, I don't know, I don't know, make it more slashery. I don't know. Um, by the way, they said, um, they said that idea of the copycat killer caused many fans to compare such a twist to Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Does that relate to Silence of the what Lambs are, at all? What does that What does that mean that it caused fans to compare it? So that's the other thing. Like these fucking weirdos. Like who? Like they keep talking about like rejected scripts and script. Like as if it's like public knowledge. How did fans know about this fucking script? Yeah, before it was even made. Right. Well, it wasn't even made. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, it's never made. But right. Yeah. So basically, we're on the same page. Who the fuck is finding out about this? Right. And, and, a, and a fucking being like, it's like silence of the fucking. <laughs> Kevin Williamson then fucking hops on. He writes one called Halloween 7, The Revenge of Laurie Strode. Um, this kept the timeline of all six movies. Um, and included, uh, but, but like very similar, like Laurie is at a school in another place. She's, she's changed her identity. She's left. And uh, she's a teacher, and a kid does a book report on the kid murders, and she, they reveal that Jamie has been killed, who was Danielle Harris, right? That's her character. And Lori's like, I'll be right back, and throws up in the bathroom, because that is her child. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Uh, they asked John having, Car- the, <laughs> having that detail as, like... <laughs> Listen, news. <laughs> dude, like, uh, I don't even up. want to get into this as much. She's going to be so pissed. Lexi was like, all I want for them to, is to acknowledge Jamie. And I'm like, hey, fun fact. No one gives a fuck about Jamie. Like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> no one wants to watch Jamie. She's like, oh, it's all I want. And she's like praying that somehow Jamie makes an appearance in Halloween ends. And I'm like, no one knows who who it is. They probably showed it to test audiences and were like, Every member of the audience was like, who the fuck is Jamie? <laughs> Dude, Halloween 2 doesn't even exist in the new Halloween series. It, yeah. no. they, they retconned all of it. So why, why would you wait, think Wait, wait. You know what? Now I'm going to get in trouble because I'm probably like wrong <laughs> about what she's saying. Because you're right. And she she knows that. So <laughs> she's just going to fucking yeah. scream at me. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I brought it up. We'll let it go. I'm fucking we'll sick go. of it. <laughs> uh, so then they go to John Carpenter. They kind of nailed down a, a a story, and I'll get into to um, I'll get into Jamie Lee Curtis's thoughts on that story here in a second. But 
they asked John Carpenter to direct, um, which he's like, absolutely for $10 million in a three picture deal, <laughs> which dude, all of these actors and people in the horror industry are so fucking funny. And it's so funny. The stories that people like to believe and then like not even think about for a second. And it's like, I love John Carpenter, obviously like John Carpenter is the fucking greatest of all time. But, like, some, his stories don't add up because he'll be like, fuck the studios. I don't give a fuck. But then, like, you know, like, he's going over there and being like, would you give me uh, $10 million to make this movie? <laughs> but then but no, like, so, so he did that for this one because he did not get paid for any of the other sequels. So he's like, which, I want my fucking yeah. due. But they said no, so he didn't get his fucking due. <laughs> I mean, listen, John Carpenter is my favorite director of all time. Uh I will rarely sign with big corporations. Uh, guess what? That is the right fucking call. <laughs> it's the right decision. $17 million budget, 10 of it's going to fucking John Carpenter <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> um, Kevin Williamson wrote and produced this, but is not credited. Um, I, th- I do think he's credited as a producer, but not, not a writer. Um, huge, huge scream. Uh, similarities and in, in, in yeah very much like it's got kevin williams fucking fingerprints all over it which like, yeah can i tell you something I like it's also got creed it. it's also got creed's fingerprints the amount, it does the amount of fucking the amount of like fucking i think it's cool to do homages of old movies right like fucking ancient history like throw it out there like yeah we're showing our love Two Scream references in this fucking movie by the guy that fucking wrote Scream. Come on, man, dude. dude and one Scream, Scream two. two. One Scream <laughs> two. It was like what? Two years before this? A year before this? What? He had. He had to be like, hey, uh, why don't we pay homage to that fucking classic? <laughs> fucking less than twelve months ago, I made this. <laughs> dude, they it. overdubbed some of the score with the Scream music. Oh, really? That's fucking absurd. That's fucking absurd. Um, Jamie Lee, I watched an interview with her where she talked about why she made this movie. And her, she's an interesting cat too. I don't know if I fully believe her ass either. She kind of like, she's like, I had this great great idea where Lori would be fucking in a flop house, a drug addict in a flop house. She'd be on fucking meth and fucking an alcoholic because she's on the run from Mike all the time. I'm like, bro, what? This fucking, this sounds fucking devastating. I don't want to fucking see that movie. Um, and then she's like, and then she realizes she has to get clean so she can fight Michael because that's the only way she's going to she fight her own demons and then fight the real demon. And I'm like, oh, bro, that sucks. That fucking idea sucks ass. <laughs> I fucking hate everything about that. But what I did like about the story was that she was on the run from Michael and not, and I, I get the like, um, changing identities in this one. I think that's fine. That's cool. And being in California. Cool. That's a good way to get there. I think it would be sick. Like, again, like I did say pick a lane, supernatural or not, but like Michael fucking drives a car. Like, Michael can chase you. Like, do that story. That's a kind of a fucking sick story. Like, Michael just constantly, eventually finding you. No matter, like, you can hide there for like a week, but like, eventually you'll see him somewhere and be like, fuck, and you gotta split. See, I really like the angle that they do with H2O, and I really like 
Laurie Strode, like I, I think Jamie Lee does a really good job of portraying somebody who had a, a terribly traumatic, traumatic childhood, moves away. She's seemingly in the clear. It's been 20 years. Uh, you, you know, there's like little things like her son opening the cabinet and there's all those medications that she's taking. Like she has never recovered from this. and She's still living in fear to this day. I really like that angle. And I think that J- Jamie Lee Curtis does a really good job of showing like somebody suffering from PTSD. I agree with that. I really like that. And I like it a lot more because Lori is fucked up beyond belief, like mentally. Like she's fucked up. Yeah. She sees visions of Michael. She won't let her son like out of her sights. Um, she's afraid of Halloween. She's afraid of Halloween. of Halloween, but like still won't acknowledge it. And um, on all these meds, but she's putting on a face because she has to to be a different person, so she can't yes. be a fucking lunatic. Yes, right. So that's Whereas cool. In Halloween 2018. Yes, she's just <laughs> building a fucking arsenal in her basement for 20 years, <laughs> just waiting to fight them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. That Which, story is so silly. <laughs> again, we just said uh, Halloween 2018 retconned everything after the first Halloween. So as far as we know, Michael Myers fell off the balcony. Loomis looks down and goes, it's the boogeyman. And his body's gone. Yes. So Jamie has been living like that for 40 years, <laughs> just thinking he might show up. At least with this one, you know, this one retconned everything for after two. But with two... We have a continuation of that night, so it's, it, it you know it makes Michael Myers stalking her a little bit more impactful. And he there's that huge explosion, which he's, his body's never recovered. Right. So if that happens, and you're like, "Fuck, what if he still escaped? Like he tried to kill me multiple times the same night." I believe her more, and and I think her portrayal of somebody growing is is pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So it was kind of like a blend of her idea and Kevin Williamson's idea. Um, and then she starts talking about how she was like, I want to kill Michael in this. And they were like, cool, good, let's do it. Let's kill Michael at the end once and for all. H20, H2O, done. They start production and like a week into it, they're like, oh, we just found out there's a clause in your contract and you can't kill Michael Myers. <laughs> and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, And she was about to fucking leave production. She was about to leave production. And then Kevin Williamson was like, I have this great idea. Uh, and he's like, what if we kill him, but we don't? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he like pitches this fucking ambulance idea. And she's like, listen, like, and it's, she like, I don't know. It sounded like she's like kind of irritated by him. Cause she's like, are you like fucking like, cause he was like, no one will know. Like it'll end thinking he's dead. And she was like, okay. But, like, are you actually going to do that? Or, like, am I going to watch it and everyone in the audience knows he's still alive at the end? Like, he's like, no, they'll know he's fucking dead. And she's like, fine, I'll do it if we do that. Little did she know that part of that deal was that she would have to be in Resurrection because Resurrection opens with us learning that Michael is not fucking dead. He survived. And she was like, I fucking hate resurrection more than anything. And I did not want to be in it at all. Me too. (laughs) And that was Kevin Williamson's fucking idea was, um, that, that segue. I mean, cause this one, you know, knowing what you just said, uh, pisses me off, but this one is a fitting ending to the saga. Like if it ended here, would have been satisfying. I'll have a question. I, I do want to like kind of go through the movie a little bit 
Um, I probably shouldn't have taken as many notes as I did, but um, that's okay. Um, but I do have a question for you at the end of this. I do. Um, uh, I have a few questions for you throughout this. Actually, it's fun. Were you were you aware of the uh, the son of Michael Myers screenplay? No. <laughs> So an early draft of the script had Charlie, who's a character that we'll, we'll talk more in detail, um, but he was going to be the killer. And not only was he a copycat of Michael Myers, but uh, he would have been the offspring of Michael Myers uh, from a nurse that he raped in the asylum. Cool. <laughs> so that was that was the thing. Just added layers to fucking Michael. <laughs> more layers to Michael. Now he's a fucking rapist. Dude. Michael Myers fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Michael Myers. So we open October 29th, ninth, nineteen ninety eight, Langdon, Illinois. Um, we see a nurse come oh, real, home. Real quick, uh, oh. real quick. I'm so sorry. Um, started a, a TikTok page where I'm just oh, gonna yeah. do rundowns of the cast, so we don't have to like go in depth as to who plays who and who plays what. But uh, I'll do that for this as well. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's it was really dope. I got to give you the login for the horror show on. Um, so we meet a nurse, um, she comes home, porch lights broken. She runs next door to Joseph Gordon Levitt, who, what a baby, a little baby face, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, and she's not just a nurse. She is Nancy Stevens, uh, reprising her role as nurse Marion from, Oh, it's the same woman. It's the same one. And she'll show up again in Halloween, uh, kills in the same role. Oh, that's cool. Good for her, man. She got it twice. She got in twice. That's why she has all the fun. So actually, this movie, like, it makes fucking sense. Finally, in the in a, in a Halloween sequel, it makes sense because she has all those files that she got from Loomis that shows what Lori did after the events of that night. Myers goes to that house because sleuth Myers, sleuth Myers, sleuth Michael Myers, a fucking detective listen, finds the case. It's files. not perfect. It's not perfect. And also what the fuck was Michael doing for 20 years? And we're, you know, that's dude, because it's not, this is the one of the movies where, you know, we pick on Halloween a lot. Cause every fucking movie opens with him escaping from the insane asylum on Halloween. When people are like, it's just Halloween. Who gives a shit? Let's transport him somewhere. <laughs> Fucking like every single movie, and this is the one where they choose not to, but they're also just like he escaped a while back. Like he did escape from. Well, first of all, like when you're watching, well, it, that, that explosion, the explosion at the end of Halloween two, uh, he his body was never recovered from. Okay, but if you read the fucking headlines on the newspapers in the credits, right. one of them says that he is in the mental institution. Well, he escapes the first time. No. Oh, okay. 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 It says how he got out. Okay, okay. And dude, it's the most cartoon. Did you read the whole thing? Cause it, it's the most like Looney Tunes absurd fucking thing. headline. I've ever seen. T- t- tying, tying is like matches together and <laughs> propelling down the window. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, we'll get to, uh, a, a, a Kevin Williamson segment that got cut out of here. Did you, do you know about the helicopter chase scene that was supposed to occur in this? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Fucking the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Who would write that? Um, anyway, so the nurse comes home. House is broken into. Joseph Gordon-Levitt checks it out. Um, everything seems fine. Um, but inside, the nurse goes back in, finds out Lori's case file's gone. Um, we see a picture of Loomis in there. Cool, cool, cool. We get Michael's reveal. 
His frame sucks. He's a short king. Short King Michael. Uh, he's like 5'10 max. Which I'm 5'10, by the way. But, like, I'm just saying, like, Michael's not 5'10. Right. Short king. And he's got the shittiest mouth. Sorry, I, I was too busy thinking about those fucking... Those fucking... <laughs> Newspaper clipping headlines oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that we already moved on from. It can't be him escaping the first time because Loomis has him in a car. And that's where he escapes from. No, no, no. Sorry. Never mind. Dis- disregard me. Loomis yeah, doesn't the, have him in a car. You're, you're good. <laughs> you're on the right. You're <laughs> on the right track. Um, This scares the nurse. She runs out, goes back to Jimmy's house, who's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ice skate to the fucking face. So sick. Um. Michael shows up with his knife and she gets got. Um, cops show up. Fucking Detective Mark Zuckerberg ass. I thought he was going to play a bigger character. So when I wrote that joke, I was like, that'll be fun to call back. He doesn't come back. Um, the cops show up and then Michael just slowly dr- t- pulls out of his dr- the driveway in a car. Fucking drives away. Just fucking slowly. Like There's like 800 police and he just like, backs out and fucking drives away. And did you notice that uh, while Michael is in the house with the nurse and the nurse runs out to the front yard, it is very, very similar to Drew Barrymore running away from Ghostface. It is. It is very similar. It is very similar. And did you catch the Becker reference? The Beckers? (laughs) No. Like the TV show Becker? No, 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 no. What? Are you talking about Scream? (laughs) Oh, the classic Becker reference. (laughs) The big, big Ted dancing fans. (laughs) <laughs> hey, did you catch that uh, Becker reference? <laughs> Unfucking real Becker. <laughs> yeah, they were going to go see Doctor Becker, in New York City. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Jamie Lee Curtis, we cut to her. We waking up screaming. Her fucking yeah, eighty year old son Josh Harnett. Who? Why? 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 Why is his hair always like Dude, this? Always. Why? Always. Joe, I was like really looking at it today, and I was like, how do they let him on tel- like movies like this? This is fucking crazy. There's a line that L. O. Cool J's character yeah, says, dude, I love it. like, "Go brush your, go brush your hair." And it wasn't scripted. It was L. L. Just being like, "His hair pissed me off." <laughs> Why dude, does it look like that? Oh my god, that's amazing. Because I almost wrote. I feel like this is unscripted, but I didn't want to be like that guy. That's like, like the fucking idiots that we know that think pro wrestling's fucking real. Um, and and, and so I like I didn't want to say it, but like. I was like, man, that felt like real. That felt real. Cause like, that's all I want to scream at the fucking TV every time he's on. Like, fucking do something. It's cut like a I, fucking maniac. I know Josh is a hard I know he, I know he was a hard throb. I know, I know he's a good looking guy. His hair and his inability to pull up his tie <laughs> at any, at any given time, honestly, fucking bothers me. I know he's supposed to be like a, sl- but he's not like a slacker. He's pretty responsible in this, to be honest with you. He takes care of his mom. So Josh like, Harnett is a piece of shit in this. Uh, dude. He, Josh Harnett is a piece sure? of shit, son. I will make a case for you. He t- dude, he, 
don't Joe. know, man. Joe. I don't know, man. Joe, the opening segment with him and Lori, where Lori, like, okay, fair. Lori is being over. Lori's a fucking nightmare. Lori, hey, wait. But then she brings it back around. She comes back around. By the way, this movie revolves so much around the fucking trip to Yo- Yosemite that I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking think. Like, why this constant fucking talking about a Yosemite trip that like everyone's dying to go on? You couldn't pay me to go to Yosemite. I'm gonna tell you right now, fucking no fucking chance, no fucking chance. Um, you want to see Old Faithful? Is that is that is that Yellowstone? Probably. Uh, what the fuck? Who gives a fuck? Anyways, what anyways, is Josh Hartnett? <laughs> I, I think there's buffalo there. Yosemite's in California. I did not know that. Is that true? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because the movie takes place in California. So. What movie? There you have it. There you have it. This movie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't fucking fully realize until like the end of the movie. <laughs> um. Okay. So it's October thirty first. It's Halloween. Lori is an overbearing mother. That is fair. She will not let him go to Yosemite, which he is fucking furious about to the point where he's like she's like your dad is a he's like uh my fucking dad but okay wait time out he opens up a birthday card from his dad and she's like oh that's nice two months late and he's like yeah like he agrees and then he's like but i got cash i'm like cool same page and he asks about you sammy she says no and then he's like fucking dad would let me your dad doesn't know your fucking birthday what the fuck are you saying your dad doesn't give a fuck about you and she's like, probably let him. And then she's like, "Your dad is a fucking meth head," which is also bizarre. But um, <laughs> and then Josh is like, "Yeah, well, you know what? He fucking left you. So who the fuck's the real fucking wacko? What the fuck are you doing? This is, you are the worst child on earth." Listen, listen. Let me play the devil's advocate here. If your mom every day for 20 years was like this guy that almost got me once is going to come back today no i would lose my fucking mind i would lose my mind like does you Josh how- know about michael or no is he in on yeah, the because, yeah because he talks about it in the movie he's like mom i know it's halloween like he even says he's like get the fuck over it. it's been 20 years oh, okay, nobody's yeah, that's coming true, back that's to true. get you that's true that's true <laughs> Dude, 20 years i'm i mean Jamie Lee's PTSD side is very relatable. Like she does a great job with it. But if you were the son, like, kids yeah. don't understand. Like, okay, all right, fine. fine he wants fine. to be his. He wants to live his life, man. Fine. Get deal with that. <laughs> well, Lori's seeing visions of Michael, which I think is just a thing that she always has to deal with. Um, and they That's live true. at a prep school where she is the headmaster. I want to say she's a, she's a successful woman. Uh, <laughs> cut to a family driving what appears to be a fucking Model T in 1998 to a fucking rest stop where no other cars available. Who, who the fuck chose it? Why are they driving that car? Joe, that is the oldest car I've ever seen on fucking in a movie. And uh, terribly old. And they stop at this rest stop. I would just tell my kid to just shit in the in the road at that point. I'm not that rest stop. I would never enter no. in a million years. No. And by the way, what a fucking scene where we just have to watch this kid take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking moment in cinema history. They, they go into the rest stop. Well, you see, Michael's car has a flat tire. Poor Michael. Poor. 
the, the only serial killer, the only slasher character in horror history that fucking has a car breakdown in the middle of the movie. Fucking at a rest stop. Um, so he he he's there. Um, and then the daughter goes in. She takes she's taking a shit and singing at the same time. It's like it's fucking unreal to watch, kind of, because you're just like this is so fucking weird. The mom's in the stall next to her. I don't think she's shitting. I think she's just hanging out in the stall. <laughs> Which is also weird, dude. Because imagine if you didn't have to shit and then you just hung out in the stall, like, sitting on the door. Why do you think she's just not pissing? <laughs> Why do you Because I think her pants that? are on. I think her fucking pants are on. Is she just sitting I do. on the toilet? I do. I don't believe that to be true at all. Why would that, why would that be a thing? <laughs> now I gotta rewatch it. I, 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 honestly, no, I, I hope see. to God you're right. I hope to God you're right. But why? Wait, because like, I, yeah, what is weirder? Like watching a mother and daughter shit and piss. <laughs> <laughs> why is that the funniest thing? Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they're doing their business when, when, she know Michael just walks up and grabs her fucking purse. <laughs> it's honestly, uh, I know we're ripping on it. It's a, it's a pretty well done scene. I, I actually did like it. I, it's fucking a little bit creepy. It's a little fucking creepy. And yeah. the one thing I see through the, the like the crack of the stall right, door, right? And and the one thing I've always really liked that they've done with Michael in every movie, pretty much, is um when he decides not to kill someone. I always think that's such a cool thing to put into a movie. I think I even liked it in 2018 with, uh, was it the one with the baby that there's a baby in the room and like, yeah, yeah. he just holds you Like he's able to hold you just a little bit to be like, fuck, is he going to kill this girl taking a shit or like, what the fuck am I about to see? Um, you don't know. You don't know. Um, and it's always, it's always, I like it a lot. I, I've liked that always about Michael Myers movies. And there's always a moment where it's like two very innocent people and you're like, are they going to get got? And like, yeah. Michael knows they're there, but just fucking leaves. Yeah. He takes her car. Takes, takes her yeah. Car. Grand Theft Michael. Fucking, <laughs> fucking weirdest fucking, the weirdest slasher in horror history. He, you, what is he? Is he? human is he supernatural he fucking stealing cars the, uh, the oldest car in history like fucking unreal and i did not have this thought once during the movie like while i was watching it i did not think this whatsoever now that we're talking about it i can't stop thinking about it it's just what the fuck has he been doing <laughs> why 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 now what has he been how has he been surviving he's been a sleuth he's been trying to find those files <laughs> Yeah, how has he been surviving? And also, also everyone knows his face. He is he has been in custody, <laughs> you know. And like for somehow, everyone's like, "What does he look like?" We know, we know his mask. We know, we know his face. We should have mug shots, you know. Like, let's fucking figure this out. It's frustrating. the The Halloween franchise is so frustrating to me, and I do love it. I fucking really enjoy it, but like. It is just one of the most fucking frustrating things. Like, and pick a lane. Is he fucking human? Do you think he's more human in this? Is that what you were going to say? I do think he's more human than this, yes. Yeah, he definitely is. Fucking 
taking a cross country fucking road trip to fucking catch Lori. And how would he have Lori's new address? Why would he have that? Why would the files tell him where she lived? She fucking faked her death. I, I mean, I guess Loomis Loomis had the deets. Loomis had the the black ops. <laughs> Loomis knows all. Well, Lori has a relationship with the guidance counselor. They have the least sexy fucking scenes ever. It uh, it honestly like turned I, my stomach. <laughs> I love that, uh, and I don't love it at all. <laughs> I love I love that she is always you know petrified and, and terrified of the day and of Michael Myers coming, but then it's just completely horned up for that fucking mope. That Dude, she that dated. fucking the biggest of mopes, and she's like, can't get enough of this fucking guy. They're fucking constantly on top of each other. Um, we meet LL, who is a erotic fiction novelist, a great little thing. And his opening line is just like so great when you run into him and he's like round melon breasts. And his girlfriend's like, what the fuck? Why would you ever write that? <laughs> and he's like, it's just like, what kind of fucking melons are you talking about? Um, and that's the moment where he looks at Hartnett and he's like, hey, man, go fucking comb your hair. He calls them, I, I wrote this down, he calls them tumultuous breasts, which Isn't I'm looking, that like problematic? Uh, Isn't it, that like... Dude, it, it didn't sit right with me to call, because like voluptuous would make sense, we're right. talking about boobs. But uh, tumultuous means... Like, is it uh, trouble? Loud. It, mean, it, it means loud, um, uproarious, excited, confused, disorderly. <laughs> Yo, you ever have some loud titties in so, your so, face? So, so, <laughs> You know, those disorderly titties. <laughs> Yo, that girl has some disorderly titties. <laughs> I'm never not saying that. <laughs> By the way, some loud ass, some loud ass titties. And guy. yes, that is. I know it's. I know it's misogynistic, but like, I can't. I have to. Like, I have to just describe them that way. I, I've literally never said anything like that. I'm not that person, but like, I'm gonna start saying it. I mean, Yo, we're recording LL. Fuck it's, yeah. Doesn't make fucking sense. Loud ass titties. Loud ass titties. <laughs> Tumultuous titties. Loudest titties in town, baby. Um, <laughs> Lori, uh, Josh is cutting class. LL helps him. Um, he's cutting class to get some booze. Lori catches him. Loses her fucking mind. Just fucking freaks the fuck out. Um, and they have a back and forth there. She brings him back. And we see Lori is like a hard ass to everyone because she like yells at LL and LL is like, you fucking psycho. Um, she's not a well-liked person, I don't think. Doesn't seem like it. No. Meanwhile, Michelle Williams gets a map and flowers in the dumbwaiter from fucking Josh Harnett. <laughs> <laughs> Created the fucking least romantic fucking meal of all time playing Creed. <laughs> In like a fucking crawl space. <laughs> By the way, the school is empty because everyone went to Yosemite. You could do it anywhere. And he's like, I'm going to find the smallest, shittiest spot on the planet. <laughs> do it there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Jamie ends up giving Josh Harnett, or not Jamie. I, I, I mix their names up in these all the time. Lori gives... Josh Harnett. I'm using two different things. Anyway, Lori gives her son permission to go on the trip to Yosemite after a while because she she's talking to like the therapist, the guidance counselor, and she, she kind of realizes like she's like super overbearing, right? 
Yes. And, and so she's like, hey, dude, here's your permission slip. Everything you wanted. You were fucking crying. Here's my second case against Harnett being a good son. Fucking bitching and moaning about this fucking trip to Yosemite. You got it, bro. I'm sorry. I love you. Here's it. Here it is. <laughs> and he gets it. And he's like, thanks. And then he walks away. And Michelle, he's like, shows it to Michelle Williams. And he's like, my mom gave me the permission to go. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, you're going to go? And he's like, I wouldn't fucking say that. And, like, just fucking tears it up. <laughs> Everything he was fucking crying about. <laughs> I, I will give you that one. Because... I mean, he he was legitimately devastated to be like, "You're such he was a piece like of screaming shit." At <laughs> what was the point? I mean, I, I guess I guess it buys him an ex- okay. Actually, I guess it buys him an excuse to not be at home and to shag up with this girl. Well, I that's so I thought the angle was gonna be like he was only doing that to like feign interest right like oh mom you can't do that to me i really wanted to go to yosemite you know what i mean like kind of like that thing like so so yeah, wasn't plus just like, she thinks yeah, he's, thanks. If she thinks he's if she thinks he's in yosemite he could you know oh, oh girl. that's true girl. that's true that's true that's true because yeah she didn't go that's right okay but i feel like she'd know that anyway um yeah i mean kids are dumb yeah well that's very true <laughs> <laughs> we learned that um in a bounce house uh jamie <laughs> jamie uh Lori. oh wait i'm reading the same fucking note i just read hey so here was one of my issues although i didn't think the pacing was bad we were halfway through and no no real michael stuff yet except at the beginning that beginning intro well you know, we saw him go to the bathroom and get the get the wheels. He's got to drive. He's got to drive from Illinois to the California. Real dramatic dude. scene. It's real, <laughs> real fucking. Do we, do, can, we, can we talk about um real real quick? Just uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom making the appearance. I didn't notice. You didn't notice, dude. So um, she shows up as Marion who is the character's name in Psycho. She's driving the car from Psycho, uh, the same license plays from Psycho, and the Psycho music plays while she's on. And, of course, you know, she's there with her daughter, marking the second time she was uh, in a movie with her daughter, the first being John Carpenter's The Fog. That's fucking cool as fuck. There, there you go. L- little tidbits. That's cool as fuck. Um, that's cool. Psych- <laughs> Psycho... What a fucking! Stupid. I said her name was Marion. Her, her name, her name is Norma. Sorry, Norma, which is the name of Norman Bates' mom. Yeah, Marion's Mar- the nurse. My yeah, Marion's the nurse. Yeah, I was gonna say you just mixed it up. Um. All right. So you don't get a ton of Michael until right now, because Michael is in the house, baby. He parks at the gate and he is stalking LL in that guardhouse like you wouldn't fucking believe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the easiest person to kill Michael, just, like <laughs> bouncing around from window to window, fucking weirdo. Um, meanwhile, Lori's getting ready to leave um, for the night, and she sees Michael, closes her eyes, opens it, thinking it's a vision. It's getting closer and closer. It's her idiot boyfriend, <laughs> who's honestly scarier than Michael, at least like his build. I. I I think I could beat the shit out of this, Michael. 
Well, uh, he well, has the ability to uh, hang? hold himself in the air with one arm and then lower himself, as as we'll see later. So, but he's also, pretty fucking strong. But also is just taken out by like Michelle Williams, like push to the face, <laughs> <laughs> totally fucking thwarted. Um, <laughs> so insane. Uh, it's her boyfriend though. Um. But that guy does see Michael. That guy walks away and then sees Michael and he's like, hey, who, who's over there? Um, which would really be really fucking alarming, you know, well, late at night on an empty school. It would be alarming. Michelle actually sees Michael in the classroom and it's a throwback to the first movie. She looks out the window and she sees him just like Jamie did or just like Lori did in the first movie. When she looks out the window and sees him there and he disappears. There is a lot of cool shit in this movie. Like, it is cool. It's fan service without being overly fan service. I, I like it. Yeah. It's fine. Um, This is when we get our fucking Scream 2 cameo. For fucking guy. Fucking <laughs> Kevin Williams and this fucking <laughs> jerk. Because <laughs> Kevin Williams is the biggest Kevin Williams fan. He is. He fucking is. And by the way. If you go through his other movies, he's done this in other movies. He's, like, put his own shit in his own movies. Like, there's, like, Dawson's Creek and fucking Scream. Like, guy can't get enough of him fucking self. (laughs) Fucking loves himself. But, but, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up Lexi, but she's, like, the biggest Kevin Williamson fan. So, she was, like, sharing some information with me, some tasty tidbits about his career. She said to me, Kevin Williamson made the 90s. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. You're a fucking idiot. And then, but then she fucking started listing everything. And I was like, motherfucker, I think Kevin Williamson literally defined the fucking 90s, dude. Like, it's insane what he did. Like, starting at Dawson's Creek and then Scream, I Know What You Did Last sc- Summer, Scream 2. He does H2O, The Faculty, Teaching Mrs. Tingle. All those in the 90s, from 96 to 98. <laughs> I like that you lump Teaching Mrs. Tingle in with the rest of those. She did, too. And I said the same fucking thing to her. I said, don't fucking slide that in. <laughs> Don't you fucking slide that shit in there. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Dude, I literally said the exact same thing to her because she said it. (laughs) She threw it in at the end. I was like, no, no, no. You're not allowed to fucking throw Teaching Mrs. Tingle in there, (laughs) motherfucker. Helen Mirren classic. (laughs) (laughs) The dude, like. Very faithful to his uh, Dawson's Creek cast, I'll, t- I'll tell you that one. His Dawson's Creek cast, and and he's he's faithful to the movie he makes, because they're all the same fucking movie, but... Um, <laughs> More or less, yes. <laughs> this is a Scream movie, by the way. Which oh, would, yeah, no. I which mean, would explain very- Michael being so human, right? Like, this is like... This is a Scream, and it's Scream ending, too. It makes sense. I mean, Scream, Scream was, like, the biggest hit... Ever so, it makes sense that they would try to emulate that and try and put that into an already established uh, franchise like Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we got the Scream Two cameo. Lori is back, fucking this fucking guidance counselor. It's so fucking gross. She's just fucking, and she's like, 
you want to know what my real name is? It's Laurie Stroud. He's like, oh, baby. It's like fucking vile. Absolutely fucking repulsive. Fucking, the fuck is this? And she tells like this whole thing. She's like, my fucking sister got murdered. My sister got murdered with a fucking kitchen knife. <laughs> While she's like fucking dry humping. Trying to, try to get him in the mood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was he? My fucking brother. Dude, and, and, and it's fucking working. Like, Adam Arkin. Yeah. <laughs> he's into it. Chubbed up. Dude, he <laughs> is getting chubbed. <laughs> fucking unreal. <laughs> um, this is interrupted by LL Cool J, who comes to the door. Um, basically being like, there's some weird shit going on. So Lori pulls out a gun. Meanwhile, that shittier, uglier couple in the movie who we haven't really talked about. <laughs> this is always with Josh Harnett and Michelle Williams. Yeah, Charlie and uh, um, Sarah. The other one. Um, they, no one cares about these people. Um, they're trying to have sex. Um until that fucking Charlie, the fucking biggest dork in the world. Dude, Charlie's the one that the whole time that's like, we're going to fuck this weekend. Like, this is going to... That guy... <laughs> I don't know, man. He's a fucking that's the idiot. most unbelievable thing in the movie. Dude, the guy drops a, a fucking big corkscrew, like of the big kind, into a fucking garbage disposal. Garbage. Like, oh, like, touching anything but the fucking corkscrew. <laughs> Shoving his hand to the blade. The corkscrew had to be sticking out. Those things are so fucking long. Like, those don't fucking hide in your fucking garbage disposal. And I, 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 this was a good scene. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. This no, is a good no. scene. But also, Char- Charlie's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking moron. He, cause he turns around, he pulls his, pulls it out. Um, and, uh, he turns around to only to come face to face with Michael Myers. Yes. So we cut to his girlfriend who's uh, looking for him, thinking it's a prank, and finds his corpse in the dumbwaiter. Throat slashed. Dunzo. Yes. And uh, poor Sarah, her her leg will never be the fucking same after, you know, <laughs> after this point. By the way, Michael, this guy, this guy, all he, he loves stabbing legs in this movie. This isn't the first leg he'll fucking stab. He's a fucking guy missing the mark here <laughs> somebody should probably tell him you know stab him in the fucking chest or something <laughs> but he 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 comes he slices her leg but she gets in the dumbwaiter hits up she gets up right she gets out of the dumbwaiter but not really because then her leg somehow gets caught and fucking smash <laughs> gets her entire body out but just like leaves her leg dangling but, like pushes her leg in between the crack of the dumbwaiter and the fucking hole for some reason and then fucking also does michael cut the string or something because he sure does he's yeah. pretty fucking proud of himself he's like yes he admiring his work he like looks up and is like oh <laughs> also i would probably do the same thing because i would be like holy shit she actually had her foot in there what a fucking idiot <laughs> That is probably what Michael. I just took a fucking swing. I just what's played. the fucking odds of that? I really didn't think that was gonna fucking happen. I just didn't want her to use the dumbwaiter again. <laughs> fucking idiot, put her foot in there. I didn't even fucking have to do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, her foot is fucking mangled. Absolutely fucking destroyed. Uh, we go back to Harnett and Williams, who are horny listening to Creed. 
Um, but Harnet is like, uh, did you just hear that? And she's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, no, it's, it sounded like a fucking dumbwaiter <laughs> crashing. <laughs> that sound like my dick. It sounded like a fucking dumbwaiter crashing and people dying. <laughs> um, so they go to check on their friends, find a pool of blood, and uh, game on, man. We are now in the throes. Like, to me, this was like, boom, off to the races. Uh, they know, they see Michael immediately. They're like, and dude, Michelle Williams is fucking good in this. I really like Michelle Williams in this. And her reaction to Michael is like probably one of the most like realistic reactions to somebody seeing a fucking killer. Cause she's just like, who the fuck is that? Like, and her like inflection is like what you would do if you saw a fucking person like in your fucking house. Yeah. Wearing a mask. With a knife. You, you like, you fucking melt down. She melts down. Um, they go on the run. Uh, Harnett gets into a fist fight with Michael first. Michael stabs his leg because that's his thing. Loves it. Loves, <laughs> Loves it, it so fucking much. Fucking thigh meat. Um, but to escape, you how are they going to escape? Well, Michelle Williams just kind of like fucking pushes him and he fucking crumples, crumples into a ball and they fucking head out. He does get up. Um, the kids are then trapped because they run. They've got keys. It's like a security gate and then the door and there's like a space in between and they get trapped in that and they lose the keys. Um, and honestly, mm, such a cool fucking moment. Yeah. The, cause Lori's on the other side of the door. She lets them in. Michael, the best, the best shot, dude, man, this is, it's awesome. really fucking good. And it was crazy because they overplayed that shot in the trailer. Like it was constantly like they showed it. That ruined uh, like putting that in the trailer fucking is fucking nuts because that moment is like who that is a great Lori doesn't know michael is back right up until this point and the movie's like almost over at this point and michael hasn't seen her in 20 fucking years right different hair i mean she's older like uh, like you see somebody 20 years later that's a fucking jump like yeah and both of them Michael pulls it off with the mask. And I honestly, I don't know if this is true. I feel like it, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I didn't read this anywhere. But now that I'm thinking about it, could they, could they, because like Michael's eye holes are fucking enormous in this. So you can see the guy's <laughs> whole huge. fucking face, which I hate. But did they do that so he could do more like facial stuff? Because this moment is like, uh, like there's something in Michael's eyes where you're like, this is fucking cool where he's like, oh, like, I fucking yeah, I, found you. Like, I fucking found you. Like, I fucking I don't know. I don't know that they did that. Like, that was a choice yeah. to make the eye holes big. What you're saying would make sense. But this scene, both of their reactions are amazing. Uh, they sell it. I mean, the, the, it, it's perfect. Dude, it's, Lori's one of the best shots perfect. in the series. Dude, fucking yeah. Michael tilts his head and is like. Yeah. Like, I fucking got you. Like, they're both just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both yeah. for two different reasons, right? Like, that's so wild. Like, it, it was such Dude, a good it's like, moment. It's like in Pulp Fiction when uh, Marcellus Wiley sees Bruce Willis in the car at the, at the crosswalk. Yes. And they both just Dude, look at each other. Yes. They both have that same reaction. Just one's just like, motherfucker. The other <laughs> yeah. one's just like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so fucking good. Um, best, best shot. Like, Oh, dude, like that, that deserves like credit in like all time great shots, honestly, like in horror movies. Agreed. Like, I completely agree. 
That's fucking sick. Um, and makes me more frustrated with 2018's shit because you could like rehash some of this shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like Michael and Lori seeing each other for the first time should have like a bigger impact. Especially since it had been 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also Michael's 8,000 years old. So what the fuck does it matter? I fucking hate it. By the way, uh, that guy reached out to see if we would interview him for the show. So <laughs> let's do it. I don't know. I feel like I should be honest with them up front. <laughs> Your movie fucking sucks. Be like, hey, listen, we would love to talk to him. Like, fascinating in respect to that dude for sure. What, I forget his name. Uh, he's got that silly name. Um, uh, Courtney. Yeah, something. Uh, but he, like, I just want to be like, hey, FYI, like, we are going to review Halloween Ends, and we are not. It's not going to be good. It's, there's no fucking way it's going to be good. So we are going to destroy it, FYI. So if you don't want him to come on, that is we understand. <laughs> Dude, I I think that's fine. I think that's fine to say. I think that's what we should do. Because I do want him on. Like I would love to talk about him because like talk to him. Fucking cool career. I, I would talk to him. James James Jude Courtney is yeah. his name. Um Yeah, dude. But I just think I need to be upfront with them because like hey dude, like love you, but we can also make fun of this shit. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, dude, I'm going to ask you way more questions about the episode of Knots Landing that you're in than 1,000 fucking percent. I am Halloween. 1,000 <laughs> fucking percent. Hey, listen, man. Do you want to promote Knots Landing? <laughs> Is that even streaming anywhere? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but that's all I'm going to ask him. <laughs> um,. The guidance counselor is like, who is that? Lori goes, my brother. Fucking sick. She locks the kids in a room. Her and the guidance counselor go hunting for Michael. Almost instantly, the guidance counselor sees a show. I like, fuck it, Lori. Takes the gun, starts fucking putting bullets in the wall. N- none of them hitting the target. And the target ends up being LL Cool J, by the way. <laughs> hey, fun fact about this scene, which I actually think Steve Miner deserves a ton of credit for. Because all throughout this movie, we know that Jamie is having hallucinations. If you rewind this scene and you play it in slow motion, us as the viewer see Michael Myers walking onto the screen. Like, it is Michael Myers. It only changes after he gets shot to show that oh. it's LL Cool J. So we kind of get the perspective of what these people are seeing because that's they're so cool. paranoid and scared. So that's I cool. thought it was a cool shot. Yeah. See, like, I think that's very cool. I think they could have done that throughout the rest of the movie, too, right? Like, not just an isolated incident. Because they played into it the entire movie, it would be sick to actually just incorporate that throughout like every shadow they see, like, or like constantly manipulating shadows, like with CGI or something to make like tons of like Michael shadows, like kind of hidden throughout the movie. Like that would be kind of sick. It would, but they blew their CGI car <laughs> budget on that uh, one scene when Michael <laughs> confronts Charlie. <laughs> why do we know why? Do we know why they did that? I think I had read it. I don't remember it anymore, but I, th- I think they're just dumb. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think they're just fucking... It just doesn't seem like that's needed. Dude, you know? of course it's not needed. And it's like, when you read these <laughs> fucking stories, and like this is what frustrates me about this franchise, is it's like, you read the stories, and it's always something fucking idiotic. It's never anything, like, to try and help. It's like, oh, yeah, well, the, the day of shooting, they lost the fucking mask. And you're like, what the fuck? And they didn't have a second one, so they had to CGI. Okay, fucking unreal, dude. Like, shittiest fucking... 
managed franchise of all time. Fucking that Akkad. Is it Akkad? I, I never. Mustafa Akkad. Mustafa Akkad. This fucking guy, man. He can't fucking get shit fucking right, dude. Like, fucking guy. I'm fucking real. Killed in a, killed in a terrorist attack. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rest in peace. I <laughs> uh, did not know that. Um, that's sad. Yeah. It is. Okay, uh... Hey, speaking of sad, did you see <laughs> that at the end of this, they... Uh, Gave a uh, uh, a little a little uh, a little thing to uh, Donald Pleasance. I did, yeah. And they spelled his fucking name wrong. That I did not pick up on. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yes, they, had, they misspelled his last fucking name. <laughs> Love it. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Lori fakes out Michael. Um, Oh, sorry. Uh, the guidance counselor gets got first because they're checking on uh, LL. He gets fucking stabbed in the back, lifted into the he air. He gets the uh, Halloween 2 treatment. Yes. That's how Michael kills a which, nurse in Halloween 2. Which is cool, cool, but this guy's like way shorter, so I fucking hate it so much. Um, kills the biggest guy in the, mo- the movie. Uh, Lori fakes out Michael, though, hits him with the fire extinguisher. She grabs the kids. They all run. They get into the car and seemingly escape. But Lori gets out, tells the kids to drive down to the Beckers. Guy fucking fellates himself all fucking day. It's unreal. Um, another scream reference. And this is also Lori can go back to the fucking house to fight Michael with a fucking axe she finds. <laughs> Does not seem like the best thing. Well. You know, uh, again, I will give credit, and I guess this is Kevin Williamson because they has the scene with uh, Michelle Williams where she's talking about Frankenstein, yes, and how Frankenstein should have confronted the monster and it could have prevented further killings. And that's like the only way to get on top of it. Jamie kind of has that realization at, at this point, and she's like, "I can't keep running from it. I have to go back, and I'm and either going to die or I'm going to kill her." And this is where I think, like, I, I just think it could have been done like a little bit stronger. That's that's my only issue with it. Honestly, I don't really mind her doing it because, like, in her theory, like in her storyline where she was like a drug addict or whatever like she's like fuck this like i I gotta fucking kill this guy i'm down with that idea i'm fucking down with it Uh, dude 20 years of being afraid and then he does end up fucking showing up i'd be like i was fucking right and this is never gonna fucking end so i might as well just fucking figure this out (laughs) no yeah she makes the right decision yeah um and this is when michael just fucking fucking beefcake michael hanging from a pipe and, and, and Sean, uh, <laughs> you can see the ceiling. There, there is no place. It's like there are eight foot ceilings, like ten foot ceilings, maybe. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, where would he be? I'm trying to picture how a body, like, he can't be parallel to the ceiling. Was he, one was he like one fucking one pipe? Fucking <laughs> no, he can't be. That, that, that defies. <laughs> I mean, unless he had his feet up. You would know that. I don't care what anybody says. If somebody's hiding in your house and they're just crouched like that, it would be in your peripheral. Can you imagine how heavy his breathing is fucking maintaining that position, fucking <laughs> holding that weight? Through a mask. <laughs> just like, <laughs> And lowering yourself with one arm. Strongest man in the fucking world. Um, they have a long chase slash battle, including Michael walking on tables. 
Jamie throwing kitchen knives while on her knees at Michael, thinking that's going to do something. <laughs> most, the most ill-advised defense mechanism. And uh, Michael stabbing a drawer and being so confused how to get the drawer off his knife. He goes, <laughs> shaking it. Never seen somebody more fucking confused. Um, Lori, though, gets him. She stabs him. Fucking boom, boom, boom. She's just stabbing the shit out of him before pushing him outside of a alpha balcony. But yeah. the balcony's inside, and he falls through a table. But yes. a little homage Still- to the first one. Yes. Um, Lori's about to deliver the fucking final blow with the fucking knife, and LL stops her. Which, why? Why is a great fucking... And I was like, he's fucking dead, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then it doesn't matter. So then it doesn't just... Make sure, right? Show the guy some fucking respect. I was like, I'll fucking help you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, LL, does LL even know what's happened? Like, he's just, like, walking around and got shot at by the fucking guidance counselor. Yeah, no, you're right. LL has no clue what's happening. So that's even more more baffling. It's been going on for long enough now. (laughs) Take it easy. He's a human being. fucking... Also, LL had 19 rounds pumped into his chest. He's wearing a bandage around his head. <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. A, Dude, a piece of gauze wrapped bandage. around his head. I, like, no one has bandages <laughs> like that on their head. He's like one step away from just this giant lump that like, grows out of his fucking head. It is a cartoon one. No doctor would ever do Like, what would that... What's the purpose? It's like two wraps. It's like two wraps. <laughs> What is so that? funny? And who the guy he did was it shot. to himself? <laughs> Dude, the guy was fucking shot. He, I mean, he was hit, but we know he was hit because he collapses. He's fucking lying on the ground, <laughs> and everybody thinks he's dead. And he's just walking around. He's walking around, and that's the only thing bandaged up. <laughs> oh my god, that's Love the it. funniest shit I've ever heard. Uh, it's fucking amazing. Well. Maybe a cod had a had a clause that you couldn't kill LL Cool J too. <laughs> Perhaps. So they Perhaps. filmed him dying, and then they found out about the clause, and they're like, "Fuck, we got to bring him back." It, it, be be that as it may, uh, you could still have him do know, anything. Uh, nur- nursing his actual wounds, <laughs> not fucking wrapping something around. Also, his head. has anyone felt better after being shot? Because right after this, cuts to LL. Who's like, babe, I got a great new fucking story. <laughs> pitching, pitching a story idea. <laughs> Dude, the dust hasn't even settled from, from the clashing. <laughs> Dude, people are dead. People are dead. There's fucking... Those two kids. Two, two kids children are dead. Are dead. <laughs> babe, on I LL's got the hottest... Dude, LL's the security guard. This, this happened on his fucking lot. He's going to be in so much trouble. And he's like, babe, I got the, most, the hottest, most erotic fucking tale of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> like he would be the first person the police are like, "You have to come with us, dude." Like, what the fuck were you doing this entire time? <laughs> um, oh, That's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. So, but Lori, you know, we're thinking this is over. Lori has killed Michael. Although, do we believe it or not? Um. Lori goes outside, grabs the fucking axe, and it, it, it's a—it's honestly a great scene 
with Jamie Lee Curtis because like you see her ramping up. Like I've been there. I've been where you're like kind of relieved about something, but then you're like, wait, I'm not fucking relieved. I'm actually fucking still fucking pissed off about this. And like, you watch her go from like, she walks out and it's like, Oh, thank God this is over. And then her being like, Nah, no, 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 no. And she like, fucked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I was right. Like, I was fucking right. I need to fucking kill this guy. And she just grabs an axe, grabs the keys, and hijacks the corner car, the corner van with Michael in it. Yes. Uh, While she's driving, bag starts moving. Michael comes out. But Lori stops short, shooting him through the front windshield. Yeah. He stands up. She runs him the fuck over. <laughs> also, that scene is very silly, right? When he's on the hood, just like... <laughs> <laughs> Not as silly as what's about to happen. Dude, this is the silliest fucking car crash I've ever seen. Because fucking Lori, you could just run this dude over. You could do a lot of shit here. Run him into a tree. Instead, Lori's like... And just flies off a fucking cliff. <laughs> throwing herself out of the car. And somehow, Michael lands on a tree... Out of the car. He's out of the off the car. He's out, he's off the car. But the van's still rolling down a hill. And he's like, Whoa! and the fucking van <laughs> fucking just hits him and pins him against the tree. Which that that would kill anybody. It would sever your spine. It just rip you in half, right? <laughs> but he's perfectly fine. And and uh he starts being brotherly. Holds out his like, hand. Holds out his hand, yeah. They have a moment. They have a moment, and I really liked it. And then she, again, really well done. She puts her hand out, and they're so close to touching. And then she's just like, fuck it. Cuts the motherfucker's head off. Cuts his head off. Question. Cue the Halloween theme. Cue the Halloween theme. And should. Does the franchise end here? Would you be okay? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, Resurrections yes. is an abomination. Resurrections <laughs> yeah. is a fucking abomination. And we just saw Michael Myers decapitated. There's no writing that back. There's no writing it back. Retcon. This is a cop-out. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, was the plan from the beginning. This was Kevin Williamson's plan. He wrote the beginning of Resurrection. Dumb. Dumb I can't wait to do Resurrection next year. I can't, I can't wait. That this, this ending, I think, is... Because uh, if you thought about it, right, like, it's one of those things, like, to end a franchise, like, it's hard, right? Like, it's really hard to end a franchise the right way and to make people happy. It's hard to end a TV show. You can't, it's it's what, Most popular TV shows uh, are always lambasted for, for ruining the fun of their ending. It's hard to do. I watched this and I was like, I would... F- it's that, satisfying. That ending fucking worked. I was like, Fuck, if that's the end of Michael, I'm good. Like, that's a sick dude. Cutting off his fucking head. Cutting off his head. And, but, and the Lori's way the it. one that does it. Yeah. Lori's the one that does it. She wins. Everything that she's been in fear of, she's conquered now. It's over. The nightmare is over. And the way she did it, like, that whole scene is really fucking good. She's like... So close. And she's sad, right? Like, she's fucking sad. Like, it is her fucking brother still. And, like, but then she's, like, the way she just, like, pulls back and fucking swings that axe is, like, it's so good. It's so fucking good. 20 years of rage. Yeah. Great ending. It's good, man. I fucking love that. It's good. It's I a great sequel. 
A plus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, not the movie, just that ending. Just the ending. No, I, dude, I I like the movie. I was saying wow because you were saying before how you didn't love it. No, I did love that ending like so much. Like like really like watching it, it, it blew my mind. Like I was like fuck. Like I don't I don't think I even I think I I think we both were like good great ending great ending. But like I forgot all about it and I was just like that fucking rips like that. I'm satisfied. I'm good if that's the last time I ever see Michael Myers. Like. Again, I wish Michael had a fucking different fucking mask. Like, just fucking, come on. It's the only thing I need. It's the only thing I fucking needed. That's Halloween H2O, baby. Yes. What a flick. Um, I think we'd both recommend it. So I'm not going to ask you. Definitely would. Um, Next week, we will have... Um, remember to send in your contest entries. Sean at IHateHorror.com. Subject line contest. Um... Next week is our big one, baby. It's Halloween, it's Halloween kills, right? Ends. Or, or yeah, Halloween ends. Halloween ends. Fucking god! It's coming. I'm ready. My body is ready for I, it, dude. I cannot wait. I've never this. been more excited. Should we reveal our our our? I think we should. Should we reveal next week? You want to reveal it next week? Yeah, dude. I literally put it in my calendar for Friday at nine a.m. Next Friday at nine a.m. when we record. I'm so fucking smart, and I it's a screenshot of our prediction. And you said, "Remember?" Yeah, I don't want to do it today because I want to talk to you because I don't actually remember what we said. Oh, you don't? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but it might because, dude. I w- could you have ever predicted what would have happened in kills? No, you're zero percent Because I have all of my brain cells. <laughs> Everything that happened in, in kills is beyond comprehension. And if I remember, this was shot like r- right after. If I remember this correctly, yeah. I'll look it up. But I'm pretty sure they filmed them back to back, so they did not have time to take in the the critical reception and adjust the film <laughs> accordingly. No. So we're get. I think we're getting a, we're raw dog in Halloween ends, baby. They're going straight from kills to ends. <laughs> and, and, thinking, we get, and then we get three exorcist movies from these fucking. Thank guys. God, man. Thank God. I, what would we do without that shit? What would we do without that <laughs> fucking horse shit? Can't even fucking imagine the fucking balls on this guy. Actually, you know what? Kevin Williamson Jr., baby. He's just fucking throwing him. <laughs> Wait, I'm the king. You ain't shit. Kevin Williamson is a goat. You're fucking bum. <laughs> fucking bum. All right. That's it. Um, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. If you can support us, Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Next week, we're doing Halloween ends. We will announce. Uh, the movie for the live show the following week. I, oh no, we wait, 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 wait. Did I fuck this up? Did I fuck this up? Did I fuck this what? up? Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We did. We will reveal the live show um, next week, um, the 18th. The live show is the 22nd. Um, we so you'll find out the 18th, but maybe we'll post it in advance um, just so you guys know after we record, like on a Friday. Um, but it's going to be fun. Going to be fun no matter what. Um, and then what else do we have to do? What else do I have to do? Instagram.com slash I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? 
Instagram, Boognish1985. And that's it, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening and enjoying the show. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster.